0: Mother, mother Ooh, There's too many, many of you crying,
1: crying.
0: Oh. Brother, 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 brother Okay, Glenn Ooh. There's far too many of you dying <laughs> I hope she knows Ooh. the melody You know <laughs> you we know, you know, got, got to, to find a way, way. Ah, oh. To bring some loving Here yeah, today Oh
1: what's going on what's going on
0: what's going on what the fuck is going on bro let Dead me know ass welcome welcome to black girls texting tea is steadily spilled in our group chat each week we'll let you in on it so we got it down now. <laughs> we, we have our intro yeah like us know that think <laughs> who are you oh Oh my goodness, this should be like... Alright, I'm Chels Pinky. I'm Glenn at bed Brat. Brats.
1: I'm Sade at Black Girls Texting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to jump right into it. Yeah, A lot of shit is going on, so I guess I'm starting because my, my shit that I want to talk about, get off my chest, that I've been bringing up in the chat, is a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. so like, we figured we'd start you off light and then take you... Into the dark, deep, heavy shit. (laughs) Anywho, um, so all my fashion people out there, you guys know I love me some fashions. So Virgil Abloh just had his debut at Louis Vuitton for his men's show. I believe it was actually last Thursday in Paris. It was beautiful. It was blackity black, black, black. Mm-hmm. um Rihanna actually called it the Louis Vuitton cookout <laughs> and I loved that that had me dying um and you know we've talked about Virgil before and this whole movement um from off not that he's left off-white but for going from off-white which was like amazing to now Louis Vuitton which was like epic mm-hmm. and you know we we love talking about the seat at the table the set sat- Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make the acronym happen. <laughs> I don't know because it's like seat at the table. It's like S A T T. Oh. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, we're working through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so beautiful because he starts off with all these white pieces, and all the models were black, and most of them oh, were shit. like pr- pretty, like chocolate, mm-hmm. and that definitely was intentional. Um, and even if you look at the music choices that he used, like he was really making a statement. Um, so the Business of Fashion wrote this article and quoted him basically saying, When I was a kid, I never saw people who looked like me at a fashion show, especially at this level. I'm not coming for me, I'm coming for my community. Which was amazing to hear him say because mm. while, you know, we all know this is a big deal as people of color, I feel like he. I never heard him explicitly say anything or I haven't seen any articles of him explicitly saying anything. So, you know, with that show being so powerful from an imagery perspective, you know, these black men in the all white. And it was a very black casting of models overall. It was very diverse. Um, You know, your front row, you had all these rappers and, you know, black people, you know. It didn't really he, did seem like
2: a cookout. We have a map that he put on each of the seats that showed, like, which region all the models were from, I believe? I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. And um, he invited wow.
1: some students to come that were yeah. studying at a school, maybe in Paris. So He
2: also had, like, a glossary of terms, I think, like, according to Virgil or something, and some of them are about, like, collaboration and, like, representation and things like that.
0: That's so dope. I mean... Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't even know about that. Does anyone feel strange? Oh, Glenn's yeah, a skeptic. Yeah. I'm
2: always, okay, because I think we talked about this in an earlier episode, right? About like convenience mm. when you decide to like embrace your race or whatever. Um, right. I, I sent you guys this screenshot um, in the group chat. There's this stylist on Instagram. Her name is Lon- at London Girl NYC. Yes, so fly. and she posted this right. So it says, "Everyone is asking me what are my thoughts on Virgil's collection for LV. I'm no Susie." Menkes does anyone know who that is I'm not sure it was a fashion person but as I've said before I'm truly happy for him and I do wish Virgil the absolute best his appointment is a colossal feat and should be treated as such he should be pleased with himself however I do hope his newfound wave of diversity and inclusion of people of color on his runway isn't a wave to quote King Push this ain't a wave or a phase because all that shit fades waves fade kids catch it Um, And then she goes on to say, and I do hope he extends this plurality of people of color vision to black women for his forthcoming show as his muses, lookbooks, print campaigns and social media content. He has the latitude to implement change if he wants to. Uh, Wow. So
1: So, uh, the thing is, though, I feel like in his off-white shows. okay, granted, they're not as diverse. I don't think any of his off-white shows were as diverse as that show. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he definitely does, like, represent. Um, but this was the one of the first times I explicitly saw, like, verbatim that he's talking about, like, yes, I know as a black man, like, I'm technically not supposed to be here, oh, you know. So, so powerful. I think it was amazing. Um, on the other hand, though, we have The Valentino Show. So another Business of Fashion article literally was titled Making the Exclusive Inclusive. And the designer, who my Italian is not on fleekity, so Pirapolo Polo Piccoli, was (laughs) enthused by the influence of trap music on fashion. Yes. So he speaks about being really inspired by Kid Cudi and actually Sid, which I thought was interesting. Who? what trap do they make right i was like that's not quite trap (laughs) music but okay um and his show was pretty black as well like i went through and i like i looked at all of the designs but i also was keeping in mind like the order in which the models came out because like all of this is intentional all this is planned and it starts with a lot of Black people, and then you get a mix, and then the middle, you get these black people, and then you get more of a mix, and then the end, you get these black people. So, more intention of like showing hmm. black faces and black bodies. But I do question it sometimes in the sense of like, is this a trend? Is this a fad? Is it cool to be black right now? And you know, I'm in. Influenced by trap music, and you know all these rappers mm-hmm. are at the shows. You know, if you really have been following Men's Fashion Week, like Skepta's at every show, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky's at every show. Right, um, I did see that. Some I want to say Playboy Cardi was at some shows. Theophilus London was in Virgil's show. Like all these black male rappers or male, I guess, celebrities are definitely having a moment, and I think that's because these designers realize that, like. The way off white popped off and black men like rallied behind off white, they're like, Oh shit, like we can get a
2: piece of this pie. Why not? Such a fine line between the like capitalizing off of it and doing it because you genuinely recognize like the influence that we have over fashion, which it sounds like this Piero person (laughs) does to an extent. (laughs) It's like, are you honoring us or or using us? Yeah.
0: Taking our money because black people are some of the biggest consumers, like capitalizing off of us being, you know, trying to be with the Joneses. What's the term? Keep up, keep with, the keep up Jones. with the Joneses. Yeah. You know, we always look and fly black people. I mean, it's about
1: damn time because if you do think about it, we spend so much on our appearances, like mm-hmm. from black women in hair to, you know, all the shit that we do. Like, it's crazy that now in 2018 we're like, Oh my God, there's representation in the fashion industry of us. Like,
2: right. It's actually kind of. Even though we like set trends and shit, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, if you want to bring it back to the appropriation topic that we talked about a few episodes ago, Mm -hmm. your girl, Kim.
2: What did she do now? You guys saw She was wearing those braids at the MTV
1: bitch, Awards. Can we?
2: I'm so sorry, but that shit really got me a little bit tight because literally the day before is when she was on the news and shit talking about this older woman that she had gotten out of jail. Oh, yeah. And then the next day you go.
0: More importantly, girl. like giving Trump like a cosign. Right. Did she give Trump a cosign? Yes. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. It
2: was so interesting because I, I watched this uh thing. I didn't look into any of that. They
0: were Yeah. Jones, CNN.
2: Yeah, they were like, Did you realize that you might have just given him a cosign by like meeting with him and that he could use you as like propaganda when he tries to run for a next term? And she goes like uh, well, Kanye no. already did it. Yeah, she's like, Kanye already validated him. That was, which her was so that's your
1: answer. Foolishness.
0: Because Kanye, Kanye
2: wanted to say that's what he was not doing, right?
1: Kanye is also not, like, my point of reference. Like, if I'm talking about, like...
2: Well, his Trump's approval rate went up, like, OD after Kanye, like, co-signed his approval rate within the black that community. Shit. That's what they said. That's what the numbers said. That's, fake news?
1: That's fake news. Those are alternative facts. I don't care. Well, y'all girl, Kim Kardashian West, went and said that she got those braids because North wanted braids, and if her daughter was excited to see her like matching and looking like her, then that's all that matters. She then went to go and say, you know, she apologized for using the term "Bo Derek braids." Ugh. But that's hold like on, when they
0: used to say boxer braids. That shit Ugh. is so fucking annoying. Get
1: ready for this quote, please. Brace yourselves. Like, grab your seats, grab your, your wigs, pearls. clutch okay. your pearls. She goes, I obviously know they're called Fulani braid.
2: Girl, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm excited. And I that. Tight. She Because I don't even know that. Fuck out of here.
1: And I know the origin of where they came from, and I'm totally respectful of that. I'm not tone deaf to what I, what I, where I don't get it. Oh, I'm not tone deaf to where I don't get it. I do get it. Maybe if I had come out and explained that from the beginning instead of calling them Boderic braids, then it would have gotten such a backlash. But in no way am I ever trying to disrespect anyone's culture by wearing braids. So hold up, boo. You knew they were called Fulani braids, but then you called them Boderic braids. Now if you go back and you call them Fulani braids from the beginning, what the fuck? Girl.
2: (laughs) Girl, no. No. Oh, my God. I'm I'm, I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Is is she dead ass?
1: Girl. She's
0: allowed to do that because she's a white woman. She knows, she she's, she's she knows just it was playing called the Braids.
1: No, no, no. She knows what she's doing. She knows that. I'm at a loss. Hey, she, did she go
0: to the BET Awards? <laughs> no, I, I'm saying since she loved black people yeah. so much, was her ass there? Say that I, I saw a black China there kissing Amber Rose. Right?
2: There were pictures of them on the shade room. People were like, this whole. Somebody said this picture smell like rubber. A Ew. motel room and weave glue. Oh, some no. Shit. They said rubber.
0: Oh, no. Except I, I won't even go there. What? I don't know if they use rubber. Oh. <laughs> Cold
2: bloody. <laughs> did she broke up? Bruh? Did she broke up? And they up. said an underage men. I was going to say, did she
0: break up with her, both her preteen? Of are, both, both of them are single now. They both broke up now. with their young men. They're both single. Oh,
2: right, because Amber was with um... I still see it for Amber
0: Rose.
1: 21
2: Savage. <laughs> I still see it
0: for her. Is
1: he
2: 21? <laughs> Maybe at the Not time.
1: Not by of, now. At time he of might be release. like
0: 23.
2: Yeah. Savage. <laughs> still
1: on the, young, on the young end. Imagine he changed his name like every year. I would he be here a for birthday.
2: it. I'd be here for it. You like mm. that foolishness. Damn. I'd be here for it.
1: Listen, 21 Savage's PR people, don't steal my idea. Because I'm on it. But in better news, ladies, to bring it all back, the commercial? The commercial. Oh, Netflix. So, so Netflix has a strong black lead initiative. Chelsea actually sent this um, video in the group chat and I was, you know, on my way to work and you know, Mondays already always kinda suck in corporate America. Like you're greeting everyone, like oh, I wouldn't hello, know. hello, hello, blah. <laughs> and so like to see this video, I was like, Yes, we are powerful. Hell and it, yeah. But and it aired um, during
0: the B E T awards. Oh, it aired did? during the BET
1: Awards? Yeah, it
0: debuted, dur- uh, debuted during the BET Awards. So
1: I did some research on this. Apparently, this Netflix executive, Jonathan Friedland, mm-hmm. used the N-word twice. I don't know the context of which he was using it. like On multiple occasions. If it was in a meeting or, or if he... I don't think he called someone the N-word. I think he just used it. I mean, either way.
0: Not, so it's not, okay. So not okay. Not okay, not okay. Okay. Yeah. The CEO actually called it like unaccepted, unacceptably low racial awareness and sensitivity. Yes. Okay. So he got the boot and this whole strong
1: black lead initiative, I guess was not, according to this article I read, I want to say from Madame Noir, it was not started After that like they had already kind of like Established themselves but they really like After that happened they they ramped up So the strong black lead initiative Is actually led By black Netflix executives Mm. um, And the group Quote represents an intentional focus From Netflix to talk authentically With the black audience Mm. Finally someone Speaking to black people that is black Yeah Yeah. because you know we could avoid So many things H&M dove The the list goes on and on um, so okay, amazing. This aired at the BET Awards. I had no idea. So Netflix gathered 47 black actors and filmmakers from their original content to create A Great Day in Hollywood, um, paying homage to the 1958 A, A Great, Great Day, Day in, in Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, that's why. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. So some of the, um, Filmmakers and actors included were Ava DuVernay, Caleb McLaughlin, who's from Stranger Things, Laverne Cox, which I think is amazing because she represents, like, so many different aspects of, of blackness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in that she's and a black, trans woman. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the minute I saw the, the visual, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, my gr- my grandfather has that photo. That photo. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, framed. Iconic. In the house. And so the minute I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, great Dan in Harlem moment. But, um while the video is playing Caleb McLaughlin the young black actor from Stranger Things says this is a new day built from the ground broken by legends a day for our generation to see untold experiences of our blackness representing a limitless range of identity playing kings and queens of our neighborhoods defeating larger than life forces trying to flip our flip our world upside down we stand up on any stage and every screen A day where black women are boldly the lead character, whether Mm -hmm. inmates or scholars. Mm -hmm. We're not a genre because there's no one way to be black. This Uh. is not a moment. This is a movement. Uh. We are strong black leads. Today is a great day in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. So I
1: I, I love that. And I kind of wanted to like end my portion of, you know, the thoughts going through my head with. um this is not a moment. This is a movement Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of times in fashion and in movies and in everything, you know, we have a quote unquote like moment, Mm -hmm. but I'm hoping that this is actually becoming a movement and then becoming the norm. Like Mm -hmm. I would hope that when I have kids, when they're old enough to like watch films and listen to things that they don't feel as though they're just in a, Genre, right? You know, or yeah. like just like they have to seek out partially contents. represented, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I think that that's possible because if you think about it, our grandparents could probably could not imagine. I know, well, my family's much older than you guys. Well, so yeah. Like, besides right.
0: seeing the mammy in the movie, or right? Something like that,
1: right? So, like, this is already probably like blowing my. My grandparents were born in, like, 1928, so, like, a long time ago. <laughs> right. You know, that's probably already blowing their mind. So, I can only imagine, like, what will happen down the line. Mm-hmm. But I just am, like, with all the nonsense, could this be, you know, with movements through art, fashion culture? How can we, you know, express ourselves, express our pain, but also make this, like, a norm?
2: Yeah, and something that, dim- like, that speaks to our humanity, like, he, I think that, I, I forgot exactly what you said. Um,
0: about blackish.
2: Or, no, oh, well, yeah. We had that whole conversation about blackish, yeah. which is so interesting. Um, but, yeah, like, just that we are not a genre. We're not right? a genre. And that there, I think you said, I think he said something about, like, we, there's a lot a lot of ways, there's no one way to be
0: black. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, whether you're a convict or a Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like,
2: I was at this talk the other day, and it was about, like, gay, black gay men in media, and this dude, somebody asked, like, what, represent, what form of gay black male are you not seeing in media that you want to see? And his, his response was like, I just want to see the black man who happens to be gay. Right. Like, that is not all that defines him. Like, he's not mm. like... A, he's not on the ballroom scene. Like he's not a stylist. He's not a whatever. Like all of these like tropes. Yeah. Um, and I think love that's what that people word. love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's what people love about insecure as well. Right. Like anything that's happening in insecure. Sure. There's things that are so hype that are so like black. They're so distinct to our experience. But everything else they're going through is like universal. Yeah. And it's so important to tell like universal stories where we're centralized because then it allows people to like relate to us because it's like yeah all of us have relationships where shit is fucked up and we fuck with a fuckboy or whatever like all these are universal yeah. human experiences and it's, right and it's
0: not just an issue in television like even as a teacher i struggle every single day to find like storybooks mm-hmm. where the character is a black person but the book isn't about the character being black mm. right it's always you know little the little black girl, like What's that book? Amazing Grace, which is a beautiful book. I love book, that book. But it's like all about people making fun of her and that she can't be the lead character, you know, and that's like a book that, you know, we praise or whatever. Um, but there aren't many stories where a person can just be yeah, while being black.
1: Um, yeah. That's so crazy Very to think rare. about. Like, and now I I realize, so my sister intentionally finds, I was like, books and videos of like only black girls or black people. So my, my niece has like, all these different obsessions. Now she's obsessed with this violin and she watches like YouTube videos of a black girl playing the violin. That's, that's beautiful. Fresh. And it's so fucking cute to like so watch her like my sister will send videos and it's like her with the little violin like mimicking the black girl on the screen. That's hella cute. Yeah. But like that but She's not in school yet. Yeah. And like <laughs> that's like not the norm. Right. Yeah. You know? Like I feel like now, hopefully and and soon you'll be able to find that content and it, you don't have to go digging for it. It's Absolutely. readily available. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I appreciated about the whole Netflix, um, what was the campaign call? It's like, we are black or black leads, whatever. Yeah. Um, is the fact that all, everyone that was featured wasn't an actor. I feel like mm-hmm. so many times, like black people are only able to be like the entertainers. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm an actor. But um, featured were directors and writers and content creators, producers. you know, producers. So not just the on-screen talent, you Hell, know.
2: It's so powerful that we're, like, behind the scenes telling these stories. I that's where the power to. I want to get in a writer's room. What up? Let me get in there.
1: Yeah. But, Yo, Issa. Holla at pop girl.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> but actually, I've experienced that, like, even, like, trying to get my book out, um, So my book is a lot about being, like, a a black woman of a certain level of means or whatever. And, like, some people's theories were, like, when my book wasn't, like, selling Mm. was that, like, editors or, like, publishing houses were only used to specific kinds of stories about black people, and they couldn't understand like a black woman growing up like comfortably. No, Basically. heavens no! Like they wanted like either like a sob story or I had to educate people on what it means to live in my body as a person that doesn't have a that has a certain level of means or whatever. But it couldn't just be me as a central character with my experiences. So I don't know. I think uh, times well, that's are the whole
1: concept behind this show, really. Right, like black girls texting. Right, like. It's funny because I'll be like, oh, I have this podcast. It's called Black Girls Texting. Like, check it out. And everyone's like, black girls texting. And I'm like, well, it's about our group chat and what we talk about. But it's really, you know, giving a unique experience because we're not all like one type of black Mm -hmm. person slash we're just like a lot of other people. Right, but we're black, which we're doing is another as layer. Basic as texting, yeah, and yeah. A good right, chat like right, else and does. I and I kind of like the irony of the fact that it's so like quote unquote like basic, like it's black girls texting, you know, like but yeah. like in theory, you know, we could be black girls X, right, right, just like anybody else, exactly yeah alright oh. starting it off light airy <laughs> positive maybe I should have ended
0: um well I can well actually she'll, I think I can, Chelsea's I gonna to get
2: into some nice like uplifting okay, topics yeah I'm just gonna come through with the darkness kind of okay
0: Ooh. so we talked a little bit about brunch, oh, black girls <laughs> <I don't, laughs> <laughs> alright sorry I think I, I don't think I, I <laughs> no one got that I'm, that was <laughs>
1: terrible stick to bad singing bad
2: comedic timing bruh <laughs> um you know what? I'm gonna. I was thinking about how do I want to do this segue. I'm gonna continue the segue of like representation, right? So XXX Tentacion was. That's is that how you, how say, you it? say it?
0: Yes. Okay.
2: What's Tentacion? Okay. It's like okay. about like temptation you guys, you guys, and shit.
0: You
2: guys. I had a, a extreme crush on XXX Tentacion.
0: You did. I remember that, and I was like, "What? Who is right? This Yo, some of my
2: like when he passed." This, I guess it's been almost like a week now. A few people that, like, know me were like, girl, I know you fucked with him. Like, how you doing? I'm like, What's his song like? Damn, people know. Look at me. Fuck on me. Look at me. Y'all you know that song? And then he had that, that like, very depressing song. It's like, I'm sad. And, uh. It's like, suicide. <gasps> if you am, uh, uh, uh. Whatever. Uh, I have so, to go educate myself later. I'll tell you why. We're too old. I, clearly, I don't know him that much because I don't know any of the lyrics of the songs. But... In terms of representation, I really started feeling X and like uh, Lil Uzi Vert, like all these like younger rappers with their like tatted faces and their emo ass lyrics, like last summer, because I thought they were like an important representation of like black men that are like hyper emotional, that are like pushing against, that are like in rap but pushing against this typical like rap black male rap aesthetic, because mm. they're like
0: fucking oh, rock stars wow i never thought you know of it what like i that. mean yeah
2: so i thought it was just really like uh just different kind of revolutionary in it's in its own kind of way like and when they I, i've watched a ton of interviews of x ex, of X's and like his musical influences are not only rappers but they're like goth ass like rock stars and he shit. looks very looked very goth yeah, yeah yeah so i mean he was fine but he, you know, tatted up his face and all this stuff, and it's all of it to be like subversive and shit. His hair color was always changing. Um, so basically, there's so many things I want to talk about um, related to him. First thing is that, like, so when he passed away, right? People are in the comments under, uh, like, you, like on the shade room and shit, saying like, yo, he deserved to die. That's he was crazy." Up. Da 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 da. Because there were all this, all of this shit was going around that circulated around his career um, because he had like abused his ex-girlfriend who was pregnant with his child at the time um like beat her ass and i read some things that said like at one point he asked her which would you rather be penetrated with and one of them was like a barbecue poker and i forgot the other thing and she picked the poker and he was like stroking her leg with it and about to like insert it in her body but it like ended up not happening or whatever like it was just very terrible like he broke her eye sockets all what? kind of shit, like really bad shit. And then he, um, she filed a lawsuit against him. And for most of his career, he was in and out of court, in and out of jail around this case. Um, And there were certain people that were all like, free ex, she's lying. And that was always like a thing. You know, it's like this whole like victim blaming yeah. situation. Um, But anyway, he had just gotten out. Um, Y'all got to fact check all this. I'm talking loosely some months prior to like his should I call it assassination? His killing? Murder. His murder? murder. Yeah. His murder. Um, and in that time, he was, like, really trying to change his life. Like, he just got on some new shit. Like, he was constantly, like, uh, live streaming, and he was always about doing it for the kids, which is what I'm going back to this, like, idea of representation. Like, he was always trying to uplift these this younger generation, um, telling them that they need to be positive, that they need to give back, all this kind of shit. Like, so it's interesting to see all these like young people coming up and saying how much he influenced them. Even your girl Lil Tay came out. <laughs> Lil <laughs> Tay's her accent was gone, right? She's like "Excentacion, he was like a father figure to me mm-hmm. and like I really appreciated him. Like he knew I was trying to do something positive. Like none of that other shit was there. But I don't know, it's just very interesting to think about I guess I've been thinking about this a lot this year, like all your like your problematic faves, right? Mm-hmm. Like what do you do with your artists when you fuck with their music and their whatever they're trying to like push, but they do like fucked up shit in their in their personal lives.
1: Um on one hand, right? Nas
2: has me fucked up.
1: Right. Oh, and him, you you, you fuck
2: with Nas, right? You yes. love
1: Nas. I was like, no.
2: Yeah. I mean, how do you separate your art, the artist, from their
0: work? You don't. You can't, and I, I, I don't think you can. I feel like, obviously, no one deserves to die over it, but you can't. If that's you have that public platform, and you're taking certain, you're taking a stance for doing certain things. Granted, his situation's a little different, I guess, because maybe he was young at the time, yeah. and there was some growth. I that mean, he happened. was only twenty when
2: he was killed. So right,
0: yeah. Um, but like, like Nas beating Khalees, like. I don't know if I can listen to Nas now. How can you?
2: I mean, can anything. You I would argue him like he's a. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not listening to R. Kelly. I mean, I would dance to tapes. the shit in the club, maybe, but nobody's gonna play it in the club anyway. If I heard um, that song, "Step in the Name of Love," I'd bust out a little
0: so slide. Good. So you could good. dance to that when you know he was peeing on a little girl's face.
2: I mean, we've been knew that. Right, so are
0: you okay I struggle
2: with all of that. I haven't done enough, like I haven't read enough about that. I mean, I've read a, a fair amount, but the stuff I see from the women that have like that, that they've said were un- under his like rule, his cult. Yeah, like I saw one of them shoes it's on TMZ. Up. Like I ain't under. Um, I'm not being held captive. Clearly, I'm in LA. I'm shopping. <laughs> Kels is in Chicago. Who's? <laughs> Think thing, boo. I, I guess. Well, it's
0: like... She
2: said it was fake news, actually.
0: Oh. Amanda Seals was actually talking about this on The Breakfast Club. They were talking about Kanye, and they were also talking about Nas. And when you cancel someone, like, you just got to cancel them. That doesn't mean that they can't be uncanceled now if they do the work Mm. and fix their... Atone for their mistakes. Okay, atone. But you're not about to be... Like, like, it didn't happen. And that's that's even with Dr. Dre. Like, I'm not buying no fucking beats. Oh, yeah. He was Because you're acting terrible. like you don't beat somebody's ass every day. Like, yes. you're, I get it. Something happened, but then do the work and fix it. Absolutely.
2: Know? And I think that's what X was trying to do. I think so. And I think it was beautiful to watch, like, I think that, like, transformation. And to know, like, I did some reading about him. He grew up in just, like, a really fucked up situation, like, constantly being abandoned. He has some video where he, like, sold a certain amount of like, songs or something. And he was like, I wonder if my mom will be proud of me finally now or some shit like that. And it was just, like, very dark, like, I don't know. It's very human, right? Like, we all know this, like, thing of, like, trying to be, get better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's why people put like respected him in that way yeah um, i think that's
0: so yeah. yeah i think i agree that was a piece of like what made him so lovable is that he was trying to fix and somebody i think meek miller somebody tweeted like y'all are judging this man of his mm-hmm. past if malcolm x died when he was 19 or whatever he would have died a pimp and a and a criminal. woman beater yeah that a, was jadenna and people yeah.
2: came at jadenna for that too they were like that's not like Malcolm X is not ex-exentacion or whatever. Like, but
0: at one point, he was, basically. Yeah. But he fixed it. Right. People grow. And yeah. I don't know.
2: It's, that's That's a true. The complicated thing. But something else that the whole case made me think about was like, uh, I forgot who tweeted this, too. Was it Amanda Seals? Let me not say that, because say that, I don't know who said it. But somebody was saying, like, once... It was definitely not her. I don't think that was her. Now I think about it. Like, <laughs> once you make it big, don't go back to the hood. Cause and which is fucked up, but like oh, X was killed in his own like hood. In his hood, right? And he had a plans to do like some sort of um, yeah, community service project there, like this weekend. Did Lil he K. have
0: was did he have Shit. like beef in his hood? Is that why he got nah, killed? Nah, he
2: was just robbed, literally robbed for like a, a like a bag. I thought it was a motorcycle he was in a motorcycle shop like right before that and they have the people on on camera like coming in realizing that he was in there and then apparently like they left and waited for him to leave and they pulled up on him moments like only minutes away from where he was buying
0: the motorcycle and then what's happening that life has become so worthless like i can not that i can understand but if y'all have beef okay y'all have beef but you just could kill somebody for no reason
2: right so i was looking at this other dude on instagram i wish i remember what his username was but he was saying like the way he feels about it is it's just because of poverty and institutionalized racism and all this kind of shit where people are just so desperate for money that like yeah like you just put life like life is, doesn't matter now. I don't know in particular for this case. Like, was it that they were trying to get this bag so they could literally feed their family, or was it like mm. a status kind of thing, like literally robbing for wealth so that you could walk yeah. around and rock chains and bags? Like, what is it about? I'm not the sure. That's a thing. People are like, oh, I robbed
1: blah blah blah. Yeah, I got, got his, his chain. chain. Like people, people, yeah, but they rob it's you, like a but point they do Pride, right? But they don't
2: kill you. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sure. I mean, maybe one thing led to another. Like do we do you guys know if he like went in like bang 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 just like I think to, they like, literally
2: just hopped in the car and assassinate shot him and shit. or
1: were just like
2: a scuffle yeah well I heard that that
1: guy who shot him just got out of jail like maybe a few months prior for like a grand theft Damn. auto. So so fucked up. so, so honestly already in the system
0: right and in which it's possible that what's that res, res, vis, recidivism, res- recidivism mm. or whatever Ooh. y'all know what i'm talking I about never when, before. No. so when you go to jail chances are you gonna go back to jail uh, yeah. because yeah. the way how the system is set up is you can't get housing you can't really get a job because you have to put that you went to jail and right. the first f- felonies i believe right um but it's maybe he was stealing the bag cuz he couldn't he, there was no other way He's i mean i don't know right? but that just that's the kid in the bronx
2: right so yeah the uh this dude junior which oh, you've been seeing God. all over like justice for junior 15 year old boy in the bronx that like five men mistake, like they mistook him for some other dude and from what i've read he was going downstairs to like loan his friend some money he lived like above this bodega and he was stabbed and, and nobody and in and the nobody bodega did shit, shit. And that's another thing that people said about X. Because I've seen s- countless videos of X sitting in the front seat, like, slumped. And it's like, why, why are we taking our phones out? Like, other than to call the police yeah, for help. Yeah, exactly. Because we're just, like, numb to this. And then the video is just circulating. We just see this shit. Maybe that's what makes us numb to human life. I don't know. But um, really sad. And then I read about this other girl this week. Um, she was only nine years old. I think she was in Cleveland, what was her name? Oh my gosh, um, she got shot. In Nicholson. The car. Yeah, she was just sitting in the back seat, um, while her mom was like going to pick up her brother and she was shot in the crossfire of a of a gang shootout. And I believe that the the junior's killing was like related to gang activity, if I'm if I'm not wrong. Um, which reminded me of something kind of crazy. So I was watching um fucking your president did this. Who host. president I did that for shock value because I know y'all wasn't going to say what the <laughs> Fuck that nigga. I don't know him. He, this man gonna do a motherfucking press conference um, right after all of this wild shit with these, like, these families being separated into this press conference uh. with these families whose children were killed by illegal immigrants and he's, it, that were involved in gang violence. Oh, fuck that, Gang members you. that are also fuck illegal everything immigrants. About,
1: you are a gang member. You're literally a gang member. You're <laughs> right. a gang... You're the leader of the worst fucking gang in the world exactly. called the white supremacist gang. <laughs> Suck a whole dick. Are you kidding? It's just
2: bullshit. It's like, let's talk about the reason... Let's talk about gang violence. Like, those are two separate issues. You know what I mean? Like, why why are we associating that with illegal immigrants? You can be you can in a be- gang and
1: you're white as fuck. It's exactly. called the Aryan Brotherhood. Right.
2: Like, what? And let's talk about, like, what, what, what these gangs were, like, what the genesis of these gangs even are, which goes back to what we are talking oh. about before, Ugh. like, poverty and, like, support and all this kind of stuff. How about you, you fucking get into these communities and, like... Root
1: cause analysis. He probably mm. has no idea what the mm. fuck that even he means. Because he doesn't know how
2: to lead, right? <laughs> like, it's just Because he watches TV and bullshit. McDonald's all day. Because he'd be on Twitter.
0: <laughs> right, that's what
2: he gets his news right. Buying yeah. his
0: bitch dumbass jackets. Oh, oh my god! So, oh lord, they're I don't so classic. It just
2: made me think about like just how like contradictory like all that shit is. And I was thinking about how like when police violence happens in our communities, the the big like comeback that people like to make is like, well, what about black on black crime? So, which made me think about like Meek Mill's performance. Right. If you want to speak on that a little bit, Chelsea. Yeah,
0: at the BET Awards, Meek Mill performed a new song, which was like super powerful. And not to be shady, but he did that song while Nicki Minaj was up there shaking her ass. She like a ridiculous. Damn. Pink horse. Wait, hold on, hold on. What do you mean while? Uh, it was the same award show. So, like, he did something that Oh, was oh! so, like... I, I thought she was, like, on stage. <laughs> and then he gets up there. That was too good. Oh, my God. No, but he performed a new song called Stay Woke. And in the song, the, the song itself has incredible lyrics. But the visuals, on top of the lyrics and the song itself, it was, like, these little black girls. They were playing um, jump rope or whatever. And there was a police shooting um and one of the little girls dies then it flashes to like men in behind bars and in prison and just like all the shit that's happening within the black community um and there's no support no help from people who are supposed to be protecting and serving Mm -hmm. um in fact they're just making the issues worse and deepening the problems
2: yeah i read i heard today on the breakfast club actually um Atlanta is—I think it's Atlanta—has this new like initiative that's giving like police officers incentives to move within the communities that they serve in, and giving them money towards huh. like wow. to purchase homes and shit like that. So I think that's a really good step.
0: Yo, it's because the I Atlanta mayor is a black woman. Yeah,
2: she's popping. Know she would get that shit done. She's popping. Yeah, she's also not she, taking any. I more I would say ice. she said
1: she wouldn't take any more of the um, the little
2: babies. Oh, within these, like, uh, detainment centers and yeah. shit? Yeah,
0: she's not within. I, within,
1: <laughs> like, oh, was it a month? Like, I think it was something like over 2,000 families were separated from one another. I think it was, like, 2,500 families. Yeah,
2: I, that's a figure I remember Like, goddamn! I not understand how that makes any sense. How and, that made and any
0: sense. So of. now he, like, signed whatever to stop it, but now what's going to happen with those kids that are already there? Right. How can you... Some I
2: heard are never going to be reunited.
0: How can you? A baby, like... A baby can't speak for themselves? Like, that's they fucked do up. Do their due diligence to figure yeah. out where their parents are? they probably didn't do, say, have any records of anything, I doubt.
1: I have been reading a couple of different articles that it's kind of a double-edged sword because they can't detain them for over a certain amount of days. So then, like, you have to figure out something to do with them. And then... At the same time, like if you have them together, Mm because this whole thing is like they're still being detained. They're just not being separated. Mm -hmm. But then you can't detain the children for longer than X amount of days. So now it's like, okay, well, you need to figure this out. But um, I think I hope Congress is supposed to be figuring everything out within the next couple of weeks.
0: Also, what Trump is doing is very Nazi ish. Because and I'm I'm honestly still like researching this myself, but like like the North American Free Trade, like he's he he's using this as a negotiation tactic, mm-hmm. um, separating families so that he can get that renegotiated. Like what kind of Nazi shit is that? Like at any means necessary. Right. At any means necessary, so you're willing extreme. to do this shit. So extreme. Oh, he's gonna burn in the depths of hell.
1: This is, like, Shit is fucked up. how so many things have happened, though, and I love how a lot of people have been posting on Instagram that, like, some people's arguments were like, oh, well, it's illegal, like, what do you expect? But then, like, they're like, slavery was legal. Jim Crow was legal. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. A, a
1: lot of different things used to be legal. Right, right. That are fucked up. Right. So, like, it's just not... Just because it's legal, it's not Exactly, just. or just because it's illegal doesn't mean that it's just. Like, it. it the law does is not you know everything that matters because there are people that are putting this in place that are in a certain powerful position right so i don't
2: yeah the law doesn't consider human decency
1: right absolutely not (laughs) not at all look at y'all um pledge allegiance and shit
2: Yo, I remember when they said that we could stop saying it, and I just stopped saying it. I don't re- really know why I stopped doing it. I think I was just lazy, honestly. But I literally sat down the whole. As soon as they said that you don't have to say it, I stopped saying that shit.
1: I remember it saying dumb. it in school, and then oh, probably when I went to like my hippie ass private school, that ended. Yeah.
0: No, it's I don't you just think they have stop doing it. Yeah. If you think about. Yo,
2: that is the cultiest shit of my life I've ever heard. I pledge allegiance to the flag? Yeah. What kind of creepy shit? That shit is creepy as hell. You gonna have some six-year-old kids standing up with their hands over their hearts looking at a flag at the front of the classroom? That's insane.
1: But that's what it's all about. That's crazy. Like, so, Creepy pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. Fuck. I
2: pledge alle- what does allegiance even mean? Allegiance? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. You need
1: to be, like, loyal and it's supposed to be drilled into your head that, like, it's, like, country first like if anything were to pop off we're expected to go like fight for this country and i um so i was a international studies major but prior to figuring out that that's what i was wanting to do i was dabbling in political science and like all of this is like a technique like Mm. and like like governments and countries do this and establish this sense of like Patriotism, in order to protect us, via making other countries like the other, like mm-hmm. the process of othering yes. allows you to be willing to just go and fight because right. that person is not like you. And, yes, and it's there's denying a black mirror
0: episode about this yeah. that y'all need to Which watch. Episode Which was one? Because so, I've seen all well, of them, exactly.
1: so, unless it's the one that's in black and white.
2: That no. was no, no, too no, it's not much one. with that little ant that was biting people and shit. <laughs> it was a dog. Oh right.
0: Um, <laughs> but anyways, the Black Mirror episode was about uh, basically these military dudes. Oh, they think oh, that they're the Christmas. They think that they're attacking like creatures and monsters, yes. but. I don't know if it's after a while the medicine wears off or something. I, f- I watched it a while ago, but basically he realizes that he's not attacking monsters, he's attacking mothers and children. His, um, uh, something
1: happened. There was like a, a thing in his brain or his mind yeah. or whatever. His chip got like fucked up. Um, no,
0: and that's, it's so weird because um, I'm, like I said, I'm an actor. And one of my, um, in one of my acting classes, I did this piece and it was all about me being like a war veteran. And, like, it was very dramatic, and I actually really loved the piece. I wish I knew it off the top of my head. But um, I'm saying, like, you all say thank you for my service. Thank you for my service. What am I doing besides going into these countries and demolishing, mm. like, people's everyday lives, like, exactly. good people? Even in that, what was it, American Sniper?
2: Yeah. Oh, my it, God, that he, was an insane movie. And
0: people were revering this guy. And when you really look into it, he was—he didn't think Muslim people were people. He mm-hmm. thought they were, like, Creatures, mm-hmm. so he was okay with and what not saying that I'm against. Actually, I don't give a fuck. It It is wrong to go into someone's country and just fucking kill civilians. That's yeah, wrong, it is. So, I think I hope that that I, from my
2: recollection of that movie, I think it kind of explores that, does it? Maybe not, just like the difficulty in that. <sighs> uh,
0: I don't, I don't know. I think the book goes a little deeper mm-hmm. into it where you can kind of see that the dude was low key racist, but, anyways. <laughs> On a positive note. On a positive note. Um, I just got put onto this book called The Secret. Oh, yes. That's that real and, shit. And so it's also been, well, I'll say the good stuff first. So The Secret is something that I want to now like live, try to, it's, it was a self-help book. Did you finish it already? Um, I watched the film first. I'm going to get the book. The film kind of freaks me out. Me too. It was culty and weird. So it was culty and weird. But like, if you take away the cultiness and weirdness, it was like, oh, makes perfect sense. Like, if I want goodness and, so basically, let me tell you what the book is about. So it's The Secret. And in the movie, it's like, The Secret, The Secret to Life, The Secret to Life, The Secret to Life. Oh God. And it echoes like that and it's so fucking weird. Mm. And it's like, The secret. Everyone wants to know. You want to be a billionaire? You want to be happy? You want to be in love? There's one secret. And it was like a really popular self-help book, whatever. And basically, it's like this pseudo-scientific notion um, that says that's about the law of attraction. So Mm -hmm. if you are a positive thinking person, that's going to come to you. If Mm -hmm. you're thinking about, I am going to get a good job, but actually they talk about being very specific, specific. So I am going to be the CEO of this uh, this company, whatever, and you have vision boards and you're actually closing your eyes and visualizing mm-hmm. it, that it will come to you. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken to a few people that, um, so the people that actually put me onto the book or The Secret, they oh. tell me that they live their lives this way and it's actually like affected them. Yeah. And and all the people that I was talking to are pretty successful and like doing really well. Yeah. Um, oh and God. they don't believe that anything is closed off to them. Anything <sighs> they want, they can achieve. Um, and you know, people make fun of when you make a vision board, but a yeah. guy was telling me that, and even Glenn, you said I, you made a vision board true.
2: and everything came I true. I thought I was being an auntie and mad corny, but it worked. Yo, we <laughs> need to, we need to yeah. do vision boards.
1: We do. I'm just gonna say that's how
2: I live my life anyways. It is. It is like it is. we were talking like when, when great. we were kids, Sade was like, I'm going to live in California. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But Oh, update.
1: Where are you <laughs> moving, girl? Oh, my gosh. Listeners. Are you listening? So I got the job, motherfuckers. <laughs> remember, yeah. I was depressed <gasps> and I was stressed and I was crying. And I was going through it. It all worked out. So I'm moving to California to San Francisco well, actually, I'm hopefully I'm moving to the Bay, Oakland. You know, be with the black people, E-40 and them. <laughs> no, she didn't. Um,
2: you going
1: shake your dreads? Shake my dreads. Oh, my God, imagine. What is the
2: the dancing they do?
1: It's like, Hi-feet. go get a oh, high, feet. Feet. Oh, my get
2: God, high feet. Feet. oh, my God, we're Hi-feet. like old ladies. And it's like, <laughs> what is it that they do? They get a high feet. And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> that is how E-40 That's sounds. How it's E40 <laughs> bay sounds Area.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, area. Um,
1: so, I mean, we're going to figure out how to keep the black girls texting going on and strong. If you guys have any tips or pointers on how to like drop my voice in like let me know but um anywho yes so I think that a lot of people especially black people have a hard time doing that because shit is hard like being black being a black woman in certain industries like it's it's very challenging and it's hard to like even envision yourself there but I think if you know that you're working towards something or you set your your goal out there you're always working towards something right you know Mm -hmm. so like people are always like oh are you gonna stay with macy's forever and i'm like i mean i could but then i could also do this and it's like no matter what i'm doing i know I'm, i'm working towards my goal and i think that's why that's so powerful when you like Think that anything is possible because every day is just you know chipping
2: away at that
0: yeah that yeah. Goal. staying
2: positive and knowing exactly what you want though mm-hmm. I think I think that that probably what the secret is the, the secret is about like yeah that but spec- it's, specificity
0: yes it gets it's it's like I get being positive and whatever but it's they're telling you to get very specific so basically like the world is almost like Aladdin mm-hmm. except you don't get three wishes you have an infinite infinite amount of wishes if you oh, want yeah. something you need to say I want a BMW. I want mm-hmm. a BMW. I want a BMW. And in fact, it goes so specific in saying, like, if you want that BMW, you need to close your eyes, put your hands out, hold on to the BMW steering wheel, feel how it feels to drive it, like, get excited, get happy, get that good feeling, and keep doing that I love on that. a consistent basis. And the universe. Will give it to you. Absolutely, you will get it. Yeah. And also, another important part of it that I thought was interesting because this shit happens to me all the time is opportunities mm-hmm. present themselves, and I don't necessarily jump on it. And it and they were talking about how the universe the universe is is very fast, mm. and so if an opportunity presents itself, you have to say yes. Mm. You what
2: have
0: to it, say what yes. What was that book by Chandra Rimes? Say my ears saying I, yes. Say yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's the other one that the white women
1: love? Leaning in. Oh, that's something else That's some white shit. We're not getting into
2: that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, it's like the power of positive thinking, right? Yeah. Um, My mom lives by that. She doesn't say that. And she's like, she never says like, this can't happen. Oh, absolutely not. You know? Can is not Um, in our vocabulary. You know what's crazy, though? Because Charlemagne says that too. like the power. God, the breakfast club is on my mind today. He said all he was pointing out that like XXX and X and all like a month prior did this whole video like I feel like I'm probably gonna be murdered and I hope that I leave this yep. kind of legacy for people. Shit. Like he, he spoke that shit into existence. He was yep. constantly talking about losing his life as a young person. He put that shit out there. There's a video of Cardi B like four years ago. And they were like, where do you think you'll be in four years? She's like, I'll probably be pregnant. Um, I'll probably be engaged but not married because it's probably going to take me a long time to get married. Um, And she's like, I'll probably have a lot of uh, hit songs or whatever. Like she just said all the things that she wanted. And she has all of those things.
0: And in in the same breath, it also talks about watch your words. Because even if you're saying, I want fortune, right? I want fortune and I don't want debt. Because you're still talking about debt, that's still being put into your mm, universe, mm. which is why they also talk about like. And this has happened with Trump. Actually, is when people hate someone so much, it actually puts so much energy Ooh, into the universe about them. I believe it. So, like, real. I actually don't even want to talk about the fucking Kardashians and Trump anymore. I'm fucking sick of them. And and all that energy that you put into them just helps them. You know. Right. So they. Mother Teresa was quoted in saying. Um, don't invite me to an anti-war rally. Invite me to a pro-peace rally. Yes. Like turning I your mind that. around to be more positive and optimistic and, and, and the power of perspective. Yeah. So before we get into what
1: would you do and our black girl doing shit, um, why don't we put something out into the universe that we want? So oh, in on about, the
0: air, in less than a year, black girls texting will be on loudspeakers network.
2: Yes. I like that. Okay.
0: That's one. Okay. And I will be on a TV show. Fuck yeah. Okay. Go Glenn.
2: Fuck. I don't know. I was, this is a whole, this is a complicated thing because I had a thought this week that I was like, I don't even know what I want or where I'm going. It could be
1: so simple. Do you want a smoothie? Something small. Yeah.
2: Um, I will have a Substantial amount of savings. Yeah. I just want to just be like sub, like financially free. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> you yes. Will be. I will be financially stable. Um, I want one more thing though too.
1: Something for the BGT. Well,
2: something for the BGT. Yeah. Unless you're giving
1: me some of that coin. Mm. Yeah, let's do one BGT one percent. Um.
2: Okay. What do I want for BGT? I want to... W- uh, see, this is why I don't have nothing. <laughs> well, I want a certain amount of <laughs> listeners, but what should be the figure that I give you guys? Yeah, because you
0: have to give an exact figure. Right.
2: Um, should we be verified? Yeah. Okay. Is, is that a thing?
0: You I think be verified
2: so. On Instagram or on... See, this is why I'm fucking up my wishes, man. Jesus. All right, we come back to you. Come back think. to me. Let me keep thinking. It's just... Ponder.
1: Ponder. So, for the BGT, I want to be invited... To speak to a group of young black women. Yes. Yep. Somewhere, anywhere. Just. But to... like a.
0: All right. It's your dream. Yeah. It's my dream. <laughs> I,
1: a I ideally. True. I ideally. Well, yeah. I. I like Harvard. Great at Harvard or Howard. But, but anywhere, you know. Like I'd love to go talk to some girls in Crown Heights okay. at a true high that, school, and I'd love to go talk to a group of black women at Essence. You know, mm-hmm. wherever. Oh.
2: Um, I would love, okay, wait,
1: I'm sorry. I got oh, it. you interrupted me, <laughs> my bad. Um, miss. And my personal, I want right now an apartment in Oakland. Yes, You want that
2: that loft. I'm getting that loft because I want to come stay there. That, that loft, I want loft is to my loft. That loft. Okay. A loft. But when I'm
1: getting that bed, I want that bed from anthropology, that $2,000 yes. bed.
2: That bed was $2,000. It's like, oh, wow, bitch. I going, going to make to as much money as is about to make. <laughs> <laughs> I want
1: someone to buy me that bed. Damn, I could do this all day.
2: <laughs> okay, so I want to make some money. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I want to have a stable amount of bread. But I want us to be invited to Essence Fest this time next year as Black Girls Texting to do yes. a live show.
1: Yes. Ooh. Yes. That's what I want. You hear us, Jesus. You Manifest hear us, that universe. Shit.
2: And I do Jeannie. want to make some progress in my book in the next year so that I could fucking sell this by this time next year.
0: Yes. So, Feels universe, listen. And so we can't just say it once. We have to say it every day now. I have okay. a question, though, about this. What?
2: Because you know. And you have to actually You know a lot of seat. these little traveling ass niggas be talking about, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and da-da-da-da-da, but then they don't do shit. So what you have to what do you have to pair your positive thinking with? With action. Do they say anything about yes, action? Yes, 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 yes. Okay.
0: You can't just say I want to lose weight and lay on your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. You do have work. to you have to do the work, but in believing that you're worthy of these things. It's like a motivating factor to do, to do the work. That's right. We end are fucking when you worthy. Do, sometimes you do work and nothing really happens, right? So believing that you it will happen when you do the work opportunities will present themselves and you're so ready that you can just jump into the opportunity because you've been doing the work
2: fuck
0: yeah okay Chelsea's over here looking all in
2: she is a guru, guru. Girls. Okay, because so honestly host manifestation no manifestation night
0: yes sorry mm-hmm. Host a manifestation night but honestly it it like when when we were talking about the Netflix thing as an actor sometimes i'm like damn i'm not on yet and it feels like right now is the black people moment. Mm-hmm. So am I going to get my turn to jump in the double dutch rope? Like I'm, 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 you know, when oh you get God, ready, yes. you you're know double you ready. handed
1: Chelsea. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't even, handed. I don't know and how I to turn jump. or jump
2: <laughs> or braid hair.
0: Fuck you. I <laughs> can't I can't either.
2: I
1: can't
0: either. Um, anyway, but
2: I. fucking feel you
0: so i'm like fuck like what's going on what's going on and i was talking to um my friend yesterday and he was like stop thinking like that stop thinking like that write what you want down write your steps write your roadmap and do it it will happen for you i love it
2: god this made me feel really good because i've been feeling like shit all week
0: well with all that being said who's our black girl doing shit wait what'd you do Oh, wait. I've got to find that. So you do black girls shit. Should ownership. I just do black girls and shit? And then we'll come back to what I do. do? not force my order. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just Bitch, there segue. is a
2: framework.
0: You're yelling
2: in, the, in their I ears. I'm like yelling today. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm gosh. sorry, you guys. Okay. Send her back. I, I, gotta, <laughs> I had my page set up. I think it's because I was not ready.
1: Oh, so you guys okay. try to deflect.
2: <laughs> no, here I go. Okay, so if you guys are on the interwebs actively, the trailer for The Hate You Give just dropped, I think, today, which is the adaptation of this young adult novel by this woman named Angie Thomas. So excited. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really amazing young adult uh, novel, and it's about this 16-year-old girl um, that she lives in, like, I'm reading straight from the page because this is a little strange to me, but a poverty stricken neighborhood. And she goes to school in the upper, upper crust suburban prep school. And she's a sole witness to a police officer shooting her best friend. Look it up. It's great. Yeah, beautiful. But it's written by this young black woman. I heard that she wrote it. I think Chelsea, you told me this as a thesis as her thesis project in school. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Amazing black cast, black writers coming out in October, 2018. And you know, you
0: love you some Amanda.
2: I do. That was my fucking crush.
0: So do I. She's kind um, I've been told that I you look like her. her. I don't but know. anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Or what would you do? Oh well, my phone is frozen right now, so we'll just do what would you do next week?
2: Word. Okay, we we'll still do a love time. you. What would you do?
0: Wow, cause nobody be texting y'all. I know. My phone
2: drives. Actually, a lot of my friends I'll like say they're texting me this week. <laughs> They texted A lot of my friends texted me this week and told me that they were going through it and like worried about like, are they ever going to achieve the things that they want to achieve? Like a lot of the stuff we were just talking about. So this is perfect. So I'm just gonna refer them to the secret. Like literally four or five of my friends were all feeling what like a little stuck. What would you do? Read stuck. the secret. Yeah,
0: and just know that everything is possible, it. You know, right? make it
2: happen.
1: But
0: thank you so much, listeners. We appreciate you listening to Black Girls Texting, taking up a whole hour of your life and time. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Chels Pinky. I'm Glenn at Bed Brat.
1: Shade at Black Girls Texting. Email us all your thoughts at Blackgirls Texting at gmail.com.
3: Angie's list is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done.